the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Portions of the following program may be pre-recorded. The following program is brought to you by Bridgeway Community Church. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. It's Marriage Monday. We're going to talk about the languages of an apology in marriage. Come on, let's go. Live from our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. An expert on race, religion, and relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Our phone lines are now open. 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. That's me. Your bridge-building voice right here in the nation's capital. Thanks a lot for hanging out with me today at the top of the week. If you're new to the show, let me tell you how we roll. We've got Marriage Mondays, Tough Topic Tuesdays, Wisdom Wednesdays, Theological Thursdays, and then Open Phone in Friday. Anything you want to talk to me about on Friday is fair game. Of course, on Saturdays, we have a special Saturday edition as well, and uh, you can check us out from 3 to 3.30 on Saturdays. This is a call-in talk show, and so I give you the phone number. I'll uh, open in prayer, of course, introduce our topic, and then take your phone calls right here in the first hour of Rush Hour out of the nation's capital on WAVA 105.1 FM out of Arlington, Virginia, covering all of the DMV. So, so glad to be able to have this platform to hang out with you. So I'm your friend on radio, and you can call me at 888 888- Four three two seventy four thirty four. That's eight 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 four three bridge. Today we're talking about the language of apology in marriage. So what does it mean to actually apologize? Makes me think of that uh, Anita Baker song, right? I apologize. <laughs> well, do you have a spouse that actually knows how to apologize? Are you a spouse that knows how to apologize? Because I know of some couples, you know, maybe one knows how to. The other one, mm-mm, it's going to be very, very difficult to get an I'm sorry I was wrong out of them. Are you that person? Well, talk to me. Give me a call. I want to hear about it, whether you're that person or you're married to that person. Or maybe, just maybe, you uh, actually are in a healthy marriage where you both know how to apologize when you're wrong, take responsibility, and move on. And that's what we're talking about today. My number again is 888-432-7434. Let's bow for a short word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we're so grateful for you and how you uh, help us realize when we're wrong and how you're ready to receive us and forgive us right away. And we pray that today's topic would actually help us be better spouses uh, in our houses. In Jesus' name we pray. Together everyone said amen and amen. Well, there are a, 
couple other ways you can get a hold of me. You can always go to andersonspeaks.com. That's andersonspeaks.com. You can get all kind of information as well as uh, check out the media page that has different interviews and and articles and things of that sort you want to catch up on. We've got all that for you at andersonspeaks.com. And then, of course, gracismglobal.com for any help that your organization might need with regard to diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging. All right, my number once again is 888-43-BRIDGE. How do you apologize to your spouse? Or how does your spouse apologize to you? And do you know your spouse's apology language? You know, we talked about love languages last week. Does your spouse have an apology language? And if they do, what is it? All right, let's kick the show off in Martinsburg, Virginia, with Anonymous, who's on the line. Hello, Anonymous. Welcome to the show. How are you? Um, I could I could be doing a lot better. Yeah, what's going on with you? Well, um, Dr. David Anderson, um, me and my husband have been having some problems in our marriage. Um, we started going to marriage counseling. Um, but like my husband, he's very, um, verbally, uh, abusive. Okay. Um, and like yesterday was a really big incident happened okay. and like he basically, he's supposed to be there to support me. I'm going through menopause right now and everything. Um, I had uterine cancer. Um, when he called, he calls me the B word. I don't like it. Um, um, he lets other people. Well, I had somebody come and live with us and help out to with the kids that we have a lot of kids together. Okay. And they're young. Okay. And um. Like yesterday came and I called my daughter. She's older, and I'm like, we need to go to marriage counseling. Um, it, our marriage counseling is on Tuesday. Can you watch the kids? And she was like, I don't know about that, mom. So I went to find another way. I was looking for a childcare for the for the kids so we can make it to marriage counseling okay. and do my do individual. Well. He comes out and says, I'm not going if you're going to send our kids somewhere and all this stuff. So I'm like, okay. I'm like, I'm going to call. I'm going to call and see what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I've just got about 30 seconds to- more here before I need to respond to you, uh, Anonymous. It sounds like you and your husband are having some serious marriage problems. It sounds to me yes. like you do have a marriage counselor. Did I hear that right? Yeah, we do. You just can't. We just started. Okay, and are you happy with the counselor so far? I mean, I couldn't get a hold of her yesterday when this whole mm-hmm. crisis was going on. Yeah. Um, well, I am so sorry that you're going through this. It sounds like you're really in a position where things are not great. But, you know, God can turn these kind of things around. And I want to say a prayer for you. If you need another counselor who you might be able to talk to on Zoom or by phone, I can give you another number. Uh, but if you already have a counselor that you're happy with, that's good. But we have the wonderful counselor, and that's Jesus. And we need to call and ask on uh, for his power 
to give us strength during times like this. Would it be okay if I prayed with you right now? Yes, and I'm just lost. I, I feel broken. Um, yeah. I went through a, a, a marriage before with um, domestic violence. Yeah. Um, so. Well, I mean, it sounds like there's a lot going on there, more than I can help just on the air right now. But let me say a prayer for you before I go to my commercial break, and let's ask God to be be right there with you right now, okay? Mm-hmm. All right, Lord, we lift up Anonymous in Martinsburg, Virginia, we know she's got a lot on her. And uh, Lord, we don't know half of it, but you know all of it. And so I'm praying that you would be her wonderful counselor, that you would be her mighty God, that you'd be her Prince of Peace. And Lord Jesus, that you'd be her everlasting Father. I do pray for her husband that you change his heart and his mind, and that both of them would come surrendered to you. We even pray for the children, that they would not be used as divisive kids, but as unifying factors in this household. We cover this household in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. God bless you. Guess you needed a whole council. perfect time to go solar homeowners in maryland dc and virginia are saving hundreds on their utility bills and getting paid for the energy they produce through their solar panels homeowners are also now eligible for a tax credit of 30 percent when switching to solar energy why pay the utility company every month for the energy you consume when you can own your own energy and get paid for it instead if you've been thinking about going solar call or text my trusted solar guy his name's michael and here's his number are you ready 202 618-8929. You worried that your solar panels won't look good on your old roof? No problem. They'll take care of a new roof for you as well. Zero money down. Give them a call right now. The first 10 callers today to get on the schedule for a consultation will get a free $500 gift card. So start saving money on your energy and get paid by going solar for zero down with Michael. His number again is 202-618-8929. Get your solar done. When asked the question raised by her professor, why are you here at Omega Graduate School? Sebla Diluhailu answered in one of her essays like this. I was not there just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good. The greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think, to understand the times, and to craft my way in fulfilling my calling. Sebla Diluhailu, a current doctor of philosophy student from Ethiopia, is a counselor and adjunct psychology professor who hosts a weekly radio show in the capital city of Ethiopia and is an advocate for empowering women and children. What 
is your profession and how can OGS help you grow to the next level in your graduate education? Dr. David Anderson is the new chancellor of Omega Graduate School, formerly known as Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to OGS.edu today and apply or call 1-800-933-6188. Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit Andersonspeaks.com. To watch on Facebook Live or to view past episodes, visit Dr. Anderson's public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click like. You can also watch live on YouTube. Just search for Anderson Speaks, all one word, and make sure to subscribe. Join our text community and receive a free weekly text from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 97000. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 97000. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's me. And Anonymous, we're going to be praying for you. You need a whole counseling session. Like I was telling my uh, my my engineer, you have to find somebody that you can talk to. And so I pray that uh, your counselor would be available. But just in case yours is not and you need to call someone, please go to couplescounselingcenter.org. And I'm going to give you their number. And this is uh, about the phone call I had before the break. If you're just joining us, a woman called in. She and her husband are having uh, terrible marital problems. Uh, and it's going to take more than just our conversation on the show. But I did pray for you, and I do believe that the Holy Spirit can work even in your husband and in your marriage right now. The number I want you to call, though, if your counselor's not available, is 301-615-4510. You can text them there as well, couplescounselingcenter.org. 22 years in uh, counseling. And uh, again, just remember three C's, couplescounselingcenter.org or call or text 301-615-4510. Now, our topic today is the language of of apology. And uh, do you know your, your spouse's apology language uh, by the way who's the one that does most of the apologizing apologizing in your in your relationship is it you or is it your spouse and by the way do you know how to receive an apology or is an apology really just an opportunity for you to to kind of wrestle your spouse down even harder like if they apologize, that gives you almost an open door permission to sort of beat on them more because some couples don't apologize. Some spouses within a couple uh, don't apologize because they feel like that's going to open the door for more abuse. And I put abuse in air quotes. I don't mean real abuse, but I mean, you know, if I apologize, that's just going to give you an open door to tell me how bad I am over and over and over again. And so I think receiving an apology and the way you receive it is is as important 
as making the apology as well. This is something you want to talk about or something that affects your your life and your marriage. I'd love to kick it with you right here on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I'm David Anderson, and here's my number, 888-432-7434. That's 888-432-7434. Just remember the word bridge, 888-43-BRIDGE. We're talking about the language of apology in marriage and how do you apologize? Like what should you say if you have hurt somebody by what you said or did, how do you apologize? But here's the real question for me. What if what you did wasn't intended to hurt, but it hurt anyway? What if the person's being extra sensitive What if you feel like, well, they shouldn't be hurt over that? Then how do you apologize then? Like, if I I step on your toe, then I know I really did it. Even if I didn't mean to do it, of course, I did it, and I apologize for it, and I'm so sorry you're hurting, and, and, you know, I empathize with you. That's one thing. But if you, let's say, stub your toe, because you were walking out because you were mad at me then. And then you say, you see, you look what you made me do. Then should I apologize if you stubbed your toe because you walked out fast and forcefully? (laughs) I want to hear from you. This has not happened in my life. I'm just saying this is a scenario. If somebody else is hurt by something, maybe they did and it's not really your fault. And I mean, that somebody else is your spouse. And they're blaming you for it. Do you apologize for that or not? Now, this is really interesting because when you are in a relationship, these are the kind of things that can make or break your day with that spouse. Like, why should I apologize? And why should I say I'm sorry for something that I didn't do? Just because I'm being blamed for it, should I apologize for it? I want to hear from you. If I'm being blamed for something I didn't do, or I believe I didn't do, I surely didn't mean to do it as a spouse, how do you apologize? Should you apologize? My phone number is 888-432-432. Seven four three four. Now, some of you seasoned couples, seasoned couples, you've got this down. Help out the younger ones. Some of the younger couples, they got it down immediately. Others, you've been married a long time, you still don't have this one down. So that's uh, that's why I'm putting out the scenario. Your spouse is blaming you for something that you didn't do, or do you feel like you didn't do, and you surely didn't do it purposefully, but you didn't do it. And, and and here's the thing. You want to correct them because there's something that they did that made that happen. Is this the time to go in on them? So they're mad at you, right? And then, or they're upset with you. They're blaming you. You then have an opportunity to apologize. But you're like, why should I apologize when it wasn't my fault? 
And so that's why I'm using the stubbing toe. If I step on your toe, that's one thing. But if you stub your own toe because you're mad and forcefully walking out, that's another thing. But then you turn around and you blame me because you wouldn't have stubbed your toe if we weren't in this argument. You see what I'm saying? So now they're blaming you for stubbing the toe. How do y'all handle that, married couples? Are you ready? Here's my phone number, 888-432-7434. Thomas is on the line in Waldorf, Maryland. Let's go there. Hello, Mr. Thomas. How are you? Hello, Dr. David Anderson. How are you doing today? I'm alive and grateful, my friend. Thanks for calling. What do you think about this topic? Praise God. Praise God. Yeah, I think about this a lot, actually. Um, I think about words and and how to say them best because, you know, Jesus is the word made flesh. And I think that our words have power. You know, life and death is in the power of of the tongue. And the the sorry part, I mean, uh, apologies is like, I'm not married, but I I often say I'm sorry and then just keep moving. Right. I'm realizing that that's that's not honoring it enough. That's not honoring the, the, the problem that I'm having with the person enough. Mm-hmm. So I'm just trying, I'm in the place where I'm trying to figure that out myself. And I think the best part, to, the best thing for me to do um, is to say, I'm sorry for yada, yada, yada. If right. That makes sense. What do you think about that? But how if the yada, yada, yada is something that was out <laughs> of your control? Like you didn't do the yada, 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 but they're mad at you for the yada, yada, yada. Do you know what I mean? Do you apologize right. anyway <laughs> yeah. to make to make peace and to say, you know what, this person matters to me, and so I don't care who's right or who's wrong. I'm not going to correct them. I'm just going to take the hit, take the blame, and say I'm sorry for yada yada yada. Yeah, yeah. So I think like uh, sitting down with the person and just letting them talk and just let them vent everything they have, like five minutes. Right. I think just letting them sit down and talk and say everything that they have to say against you. Right. And even like taking breaks. I don't know. I heard, I heard like strategies like that before. Right. As well as just like, uh, just letting everything come out and just try to get to the root of it. Just have a conversation and give people time to express without having the, the, uh, you know, there's even the mm-hmmms, they can be a little right. antagonizing as well. You know, just be agreeing with other people, but maybe just silence and just letting them talk for five minutes, and then you take five minutes. Well, there's and some you see where you are, and just go in the same direction. There's some wisdom there, Thomas. That's for sure. Listening and letting the person vent, I think that that takes out a lot of the steam. You're absolutely right, and so thank you for calling today Thanks, on man. that. Okay. Thank you, my brother. God bless you. Bless you back, my friend. Let's go to Christine. She's in uh, Washington, D.C. Hello, Miss Kristen. How are you? Hi. I'm the yada, yada, yada. <laughs> okay. So uh, because, what do you think? Uh, because I'm a confrontational person. I like to solve things where my man doesn't like it. Mm. And he's so oh easy going all oh, this that and the other <laughs> that don't work for me because like, it don't solve nothing and it, and, and and it roots into me where it's I need that. Do you lose? Then, do you lose respect for him because he won't come to the fight? He kept saying you always gonna make a toe to toe toe you. That's not about toe to toe. It's compromising. Uh-huh. And I'm wrong sometimes, and so was he. But I'm the one that always got to say, I'm sorry, for peace sake. And then after mm. weeks, he gets over it because he got to lick his wound. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. I don't like that. So you tell us 
tell me how to solve that because sometimes I just get so tired. I'm worn out. It's just hopeless. Right. So are you, are you telling me that uh, just give me a scenario, for instance, this, how would it normally work between the two of you? Okay. Let me tell you some now. Just, just recently, he had a refrigerator he wants to bring to my home. Well, we'll bring to our home. Okay. He, I, had a, I had a knee injury because I've been working now and then I fell. Okay. He wanted me to go downstairs and measure the, the, the refrigerator. I'm like, measure the refrigerator at 10 o'clock at night because he worked at night. Okay. I said, could you have called me earlier? And I was really, because he woke me up. Okay. I said, you could have been like, more considerate. No, no, I'm trying to get this. I got some guys that can bring it to the house. I said, okay, well, then you get the guys, come to the house and do the measurement and do that. So it's, it's, it's stuff like the inconsideration where he thinks as a team, I should have got up, I should have done this. Okay. Okay. So, but that you confronted that situation and it was resolved, right? No, buzzer. I ain't got the picture face. <laughs> okay. Look, I'll tell I you on the other side you. of the break. I got to let you go on this one because I've got okay. the break right here. But I'll be back. Listen on the air. You, this is real talk with Dr. David Anderson. There's not much to figure out because I know why. Try to fight it, try to fight it, and I'll be the first to tell you it worked right. Chuck and Olga with Pearson Smith Realty are making it happen every day in the DMV. Need to sell your home? Don't want to do needed repairs or upgrades? They'll make it happen. Need a quick sale? They'll make it happen with multiple cash offers within three days. No repairs, no painting, no updates, no problem. Want to buy a home? Need financing? They'll make it happen. Want to maximize your equity? They'll help you update and you can pay it settlement. Chuck and Olga making it happen in the DMV. 703-898-8930. For most of us, it's hard to even look at. We've all seen the images of a hungry child. She can barely move because that hunger has left her exhausted, lifeless. There's a name for this. It's severe acute malnutrition. Save the Children works in poor areas and cares for the child you're thinking of right now. But they can't do it without you. Just $30 a month can help save children for less than a dollar a day whether it's providing emergency nutrition or helping children displaced by war and natural disaster. For a child in need in any of the 120 countries around the world where Save the Children works, your $30 a month can change everything for a child who's suffering. Call 888-884-4836. That's 888-884-4836. Or give online at SaveChildrenToday.org. Hear 105.1 FM WAVA wherever you are on our mobile app or on iHeart, TuneIn, and now on Radio.com. PowerPoint with Jack Graham is on Life-Changing Talk Radio, 105.1 FM WAVA, weekday mornings at 9.30. Listen to Turning Point with David Jeremiah, weeknights at 9 on Talk Radio for the Whole Family, WAVA. The recent bank failures are serving as a warning about how fragile our banking system really is. As millions of Americans panic, do you know what central banks are doing? Well, they're actually buying up gold at record levels. They're relying on it as a safe haven during these difficult times. 
That's how confident they are in the dollar. Hi, I'm Lance Wallnow, Christian author and evangelical leader to millions of people just like you. We're all Americans who want to protect our family's savings no matter what. I tell people the best option is to diversify their 401k or IRA into physical gold or silver with the help of Birch Gold Group. To see how it works, just text the word FAITH to the number 989898 to get a free information kit on gold IRAs. Look, there's no strings attached. It's not going to hurt you to take action now. So take the first step today and educate yourself. Get your free info kit when you text FAITH to 989898 right now. And I pray you and your family are greatly blessed. say that we're talking about the language of apology and marriage and who's the one that apologizes the most and do you know how to apologize do you know the apology language of your spouse our last caller christine i felt your pain there uh you say you like to confront uh and he can hold on to it for for a while you know that's always difficult because if you feel like your spouse is walking on eggshells, then you're not going to confront them in the way that you might normally confront somebody who's not as sensitive. But if they're sensitive, they get hurt, you know, and then they want to hold on to it for a couple of weeks, like you said your husband uh, might do, then that just makes, you know, that makes things difficult because you're kind of held hostage to their emotions. So then you don't say what you really want to say. Now, I still think that you have to govern your mouth, right? You have to watch what you say and when you say it. But you know, with the illustration that you gave regarding the refrigerator, it seems like you said what you needed to say, and there was probably more that came after. We just didn't have time to get into it. And so how do I help you with it? It's exhausting. I understand. Well, a couple of things. Pray before you speak. All right. Say, Lord, please give me the right words. And also, please give him the right ears to hear what I'm trying to say. Um, secondly, choose your battles. You can't do it for every everything because maybe there are a lot of things and you don't want to overwhelm him with with the things and then see when you do uh, hurt him apologize and i think that that's true for all of us that all of us need to know how to say we are sorry but what i'm asking the question and that's why i have these calls that are hanging on the line i really want to hear from you uh, my listeners and that is this what about when you're not wrong or what about when it's like 10 percent uh, you may have did something, you could have did something better, but 90% of this issue is not me, but you're blaming me. You know, maybe if you would have did X, Y, and Z, we wouldn't be in this situation, you know? And so how do you deal with that married people? I want to hear from you. I'm going to give you my number and I'm going right back to the phone lines. Here's the number 888-432-7434. Let's go to Sarah in Frederick, Maryland. Hello, Miss Sarah. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thank you for calling. What are you thinking about? So I guess I have one of those um, situations where my husband apologized for something, but he doesn't believe he was in the wrong, but I feel like he's in the wrong, so the apology <laughs> doesn't really mean to me. Right. <laughs> Because um, he's just apologizing to keep the peace. Right. So I'm not really sure what to do with it. Well, let me ask you this. Would you prefer 
him to apologize, even though he doesn't really believe he's wrong? Or would you prefer him to come to the fight? Meaning, listen, I don't want to apologize for something I didn't do wrong. Now, you're saying I did it wrong. I don't believe I did it wrong. Show me why you think, like, are you in, Are you okay with that kind of battle, or would you prefer not to have that kind of battle? We battled it out, and it did not get resolved. I, you know, I, I told him my side, how it made me feel, how I thought he was wrong, and then he came back with his side, how he didn't think he was wrong, and it just didn't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so okay. We just dropped it, but it's still a sore spot for me because... It's hard to know that he didn't understand how it hurt me. Right. So it just, kind of, yeah. Yeah. So is it a situation where you stubbed your toe and you feel like because of what he said or did created the situation where you stubbed your toe? Or do you feel like he actually stepped on your toe, but he just doesn't realize how much it hurts? That one. He didn't, yeah. Okay. Like he stepped on my toe. Got yep. it. Okay. Because there's a big, there is a big difference there. So in this case, he stepped on your toe and it hurt, mm-hmm. and you share that hurt, but he probably doesn't feel that pain. Is that what I'm hearing? Yes. So, so do you? am I supposed to accept his apology, that he's trying to apologize, even though he doesn't think he's in the wrong? Or how does that work? You just let it go? Yeah, I, I, think, I think you accept the apology, um, mm-hmm. and you say, hey, listen, I know you don't feel like you're wrong here, but I appreciate that you at least apologized, but I still want you to hear me so you know my thoughts and my feelings, and now we can move on. And, I, and I think you have to do that. You can't, you can't hold on uh, waiting for the most authentic apology where he empathizes and feels all of your pain because he's never going to feel your toe like you feel your toe. No, he's no, it's not going to happen. Right. So just, but yeah, what you can do is to make sure he doesn't do your best to make sure that he doesn't step on your toe purposely anymore, whether he gets it or not. Well, I, I made my myself perfectly clear. I mean, as clear as I could. So I think I'm hoping it won't happen again, but we'll Good. see. You never know. Right, right. <laughs> well, and this is where prayer comes in. Like, Lord, please help him to see it, help him to grasp grab hold of it and again you know i'm married been married for so long that i i know that even when i hurt amber when she hurts me once we talk about it um it doesn't just magically go away but one thing we do is when we talk about it it goes away a whole lot quicker than when we don't make sense that makes sense. Thank yeah. you. All right. God bless you. When I get back, I'm coming right back to the phone lines, not going anywhere. Uh, so thank you for calling. I'm coming right back. Don't you go anywhere. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson and wondered how we come up with heartfelt discussions on Marriage Mondays or engaging topics on Tough Topic Tuesdays? Well, our listeners are our inspiration. 
We would love to keep hearing from you. So if you have an idea for the show, let us know. Because comprehension begins with conversation. Send us your ideas by sending an email to info at andersonspeaks.com and join the conversation on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Mr. Andrew Altman on the line. He's the owner of Best Buy Waterproofing. How in the world are you, Mr. Altman? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm alive and grateful. What products do you offer besides waterproofing? And the reason I ask you that, Mr. Altman, is because I know that when I needed, uh, you know, all the water in my backyard that was running like a river, I needed it drained, and you were able to put a drain there so we don't have a river in the backyard anymore. It sounds like you do more than just waterproofing in the basement. Yes, we do a lot more. We offer roofing, siding, basement remodeling, crawl space encapsulation, kitchen and baths, mold remediation, crack injection, and stamped concrete. Also, porches like we just did for you. Let me ask you about the financing. If somebody wanted to finance uh, the work that needs to be done, whether it's a screened-in porch, one that we have, which is wonderful, or whether it's uh, they got to get a new roof, everybody doesn't have a lot of money to do it. Do you have a way of helping people? We offer all types of financing. We finance everyone. It doesn't matter what their credit is. We're here to help everyone. We have no payments for 12 to 18 months. We have zero financing. We have low monthly payments. We finance everybody regarding their credit. We're here for everyone. That's bestbuywaterproofing.com, where if people want to call you directly, they can call you at 844-980-3707. Thank you for your partnership, Mr. Andrew Altman, with Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Thank you very much. We are so grateful. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're talking about the language of apology in marriage. Who apologizes more? How do you apologize? And is there a good way to apologize that could uh, be better than other ways? Well, if you want to give me a call to talk about it, uh, my number is 888-432-7434. Let's go to Marie in Rockville, Maryland. Hello, Miss Marie. It's Dr. Anderson here. How are you? Fine. Uh, Dr. Anderson, how are you? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for calling me. What do you think about this topic? Um, well, I just wanted to make a comment, and maybe you could um, could follow up on what I have to say, but I just wanted to say that without trust, uh, it's hard to apologize sometimes. What do you mean? Explain more when you say uh, we have to trust no matter what the person did. Okay, they love you, right? And they have to trust that no matter what you did, you love them, right? So you're saying what? Trust should be a foundation. That's all I'm saying. I like it. Yeah, I got you now. So if you know that I love you and I believe in you, and I know you're not trying to hurt me, and if it's vice versa then we can get through this little conflict with some forgiveness, some repentance, and we can move on. 
But if I actually believe yeah. that you don't have my best interest at heart and I believe that you undermine me, you don't respect me, when that all that's going on, it just adds to the adds to the fight, doesn't it? It does, and that's why, you know, that's the time when you go back to Christ. Mm -hmm. That's the time because we have an example from God as to what our marriage should be like. Right. And we have to, we have to trust God. We have to have faith. Mm -hmm. yep. and, and that trust should be the foundation of marriage. Understood. That type of trust. Right. And if you don't have that, then apologies become very difficult. Yeah, makes a good point. And I'm glad you made it on my show today. Thank you so much, Miss Marie, okay? Thank you. God and, bless and you. you. You are a blessing. Thanks again. Oh, thank you. Let's, let's go to Ron in Waldorf, Maryland. Hi, Ron. It's Dr. Anderson here. How are you? I'm blessed, Dr. A. How you doing, buddy? Hey, I'm alive and grateful, my friend. What are you thinking about? Well, uh, first of all, I'd like to say that, you know, apology is more than just a verbal statement. Mm -hmm. It's an action, I believe, just like love. Mm -hmm. um, but what caught my ears when you said when one of the spouses apologized to the other for being wrong, mm -hmm. do, you, do you beat your spouse down for it? Right, and I've been guilty, you know, uh, and it, it takes a lot for me to admit that. But mm. um, you know, I've been guilty of that in the past, and uh, you know, stick your chest out a little bit more. You know, you were right, and you know, a lot of marriages when when it comes to arguments, I feel that it's uh, it's like a, a war, so to speak. Mm -hmm. You know, who's gonna come out on top? Who's 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 gonna win? Right. Which is not the way to have a marriage, is it? No, it's not. No, it's not. Yeah. Not at all. And, uh, but I know that for me, the closer that that I get to God, the closer I get to my spouse. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, because if uh, the way it was explained to me one time, uh, a Christian brother of mine told me, he said, you know, I've had a perfect, almost a perfect marriage, Ron. He said, for over 50 years now, he said, I've used God's pyramid, he said, and that being your spouse and you at the bottom two points. That's God right. At the top. That's right. And the closer you God, the closer you get together. Exactly right. And that's resonated with me for years now. Yep, and, that's right. And the closer I get to God, the closer I get to my wife. And, that's it. Uh, and then you don't use so, then, you don't use her apology as an opportunity to beat her down. I sure don't. If anything, <laughs> I feel guilty. There you go. Hey, well, thanks for sharing that today, Ron. I appreciate you. I appreciate you, Dr. King. God bless, God bless you, sir. You. Let's stay in Waldorf and talk to Chad. He's on the line. Hey, Chad, it's Dr. Anderson. How are you? Doing good, Dr. Anderson. How about yourself? I'm alive and grateful. What are you thinking about this topic? Uh, I, I definitely think that um, even though you may not think you're wrong, you should apologize. Okay. Um, Why? Because uh, well, one of the one of the scriptures that I thought of when I heard your topic was um, why not just be wrong? In uh, Corinth, First Corinthians, they talk about um, unity 
between believers and why not just one of you take the hit instead of, you know, you go into court. But in terms of your spouse, if I know that my spouse is upset, even though I'm not wrong, I can neutralize the situation right there by truly apologizing, not just, you know, not just saying it, but truly apologizing for how she feels in the moment. How does that work out? I wonder how people feel about that. I apologize about how you feel. You know what I mean? Like, like, hey, listen, I'm really, really sorry you feel that way. I mean, I didn't do nothing wrong. I didn't do anything wrong. But if you feel that way because of what I did, I mean, I, I, I had no idea that what I did made you feel like that. I mean, do you think that that's right. a good apology? Well, and I'm I'm not saying that those are the words you use, that you apologize for them feeling that way. I'm just saying you see they're feeling a certain way. Right. So you apologize. Because if you verbalize it that way. Sure. It, it's but what if you're not wrong, though? What if you're not wrong? Well, that's something, right. That's something in the moment what you're trying to do, I think, is you're just trying to neutralize the <laughs> hostility. Right. right? But then when you, but when both of you are in a better place, you're in a more cheerful place. If the matter was is serious enough to bring it up again, okay. Like, hey, you remember the other day, you but, know. But in the moment, you just kind of like a soft answer. Okay, uh, turns away wrath. So you're saying right. if they're accusing you of something that you did not do, instead of trying to defend yourself, just go ahead and apologize to neutralize the situation and live to fight another day. <laughs> right. Because you okay. know what? When emotions when emotions are high like that, they're not gonna hear you anyway. They're yeah, not I hear you. Rationalize with you anyway. So I hear better, you. They'll hear you in a better place when, when they're in a more um, right. calm state. Yeah, I got you. Hey Chad, thanks a lot from Waldorf. I appreciate you. All right, appreciate you, Dr. Anderson. All right, take care. I've got Eric on the line in Bowie, Maryland. Let's go there. Hey Eric, it's Dr. Anderson. How are you? Hi, Dr. Anderson. I'm doing quite well, and uh, thank you for for the topic. And uh, real quickly, uh, sure. My apology, my apology that I, I think I had before, my apology language I had before I was married was certainly words more than than repentance. Mm-hmm. And I've learned that I that I need to make sure that I've 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 truly repented when I've done something wrong. I also have heard that when it comes to somebody saying, "Well, I I." You're, you're the one that's in the wrong, and, and I don't feel like I'm in the wrong. I would say like about 99% of the time I can find like a 5% of the problem that I could be uh, – I could at least apologize for. Oh, I didn't I didn't pay attention to the thing that, that you're talking to me about. No, it really wasn't my full – full, right. you know, there was no uh, uh, heart, uh, heart issue, but, but I, can, I can become a little bit more – of a, a listener to a situation, if not necessarily always words. So what you're saying is um, own your percentage, the, whatever it is, at least find your percentage right. and own that. Come on. That's Come good. On. I, you, when I, when I, when I, uh, I, 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 I didn't realize how selfish I was until I got married. And then I didn't realize how selfish really I was until I had kids. <laughs> so, so the, the, the reality is that there's a lot of times where I'm like, well, I'm right. What's the yeah. problem? But, well, maybe Maybe yeah. I can be a little bit more uh, gracious. There you go. Uh, looking in that mirror and saying, okay, what part is, of this is wrong that I can own? I like it. Thanks, Eric, for calling. I appreciate you. I'm running my break. When I get back, I'll get my last caller in. 
The believers in the Lord Jesus Christ, we stand firm because Christ has already defeated the enemy. We stand firm because he already conquered death in the grave. Dr. Michael Youssef. We stand firm because he has defeated fear and anxiety and doubt. We stand firm because Christ already has taken over all of the territories of sin and guilt and rendered them ineffective. We stand firm because Christ has already obtained a victory for us. We stand firm in his power. We stand firm in his accomplishments, not ours. We stand firm in his glory. We stand firm in him leading us onward and upward. We stand firm in the path that he already has mapped out for us. Ready to start your faith journey with Jesus? Tell Dr. Michael Yusuf today. Visit ltw.org slash Jesus. This is Hugh Hewitt for townhall.com. When news broke on Thursday night that former President Donald Trump faced a seven-count indictment in Miami, shocked reactions came from across the political spectrum. Of course, there was some celebrating and football spiking on the left. They didn't get Trump in the Mueller investigation. They didn't get Trump in two impeachments. Now they think they're finally going to get Trump over a box of documents in some vault at Mar-a-Lago. I wouldn't be so quick because, of course, Juries get involved at this point, and they may step back in the way that what appears to be a weaponized Department of Justice hasn't and say this is how banana republics work, not how the United States of America works. But the process will grind on, and we will cover it every day. But he is presumed innocent until guilty, and we do know, we do know, it's all about a box of documents. Stay tuned. We'll keep you posted of the United States v. Trump. I'm Hugh Hewitt. Next up, incidents of pressing all the elevator buttons unexpectedly spike on Bring Your Kid to Work Day. But first, the latest on a team lunch that wasn't ordered through Easy Cater. I'm in the break room where lunch that was previously announced on the way has now been downgraded to hopefully soon. Mm, Fingers crossed, Michelle. Fingers crossed. Newsflash, it's hard when the food is late, but at Easy Cater, we make hard easy. With food for work delivered on time and is ordered from over 100,000 restaurants. Order 24-7 at easycater.com. I've always wanted a neighbor just like you. I've always wanted to live in a neighborhood with you. So let's make the most of this beautiful day. Since we're together, we might as well say, Would you be mine? Could you be mine? Won't you be my neighbor? My neighbor. Mr. Rogers passed along friendship in his neighborhood, hoping we would do the same. So let's get started. Friendship. Pass it on. From the Foundation for a Better Life at Values.com. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Sylvia Maynard says on my Facebook page, apologies need to come with a plan of action for not creating the situation again. Important to learn from each opportunity as it's presented. Steve Bryant says, hello. Eric Robinson says, the apologetic words are not as important as the actions that show a sincere desire to pursue forgiveness and reconciliation. Someone else writes, I believe it's really important Uh, I believe it really depends on how they apologize, whether I would accept it. I am not one to continue arguing and and bringing things 
back up from the past. But if their apology seems fake, I will say I hear you and then move on. Well, what do you think? Let me run to my final caller called earlier, but has another statement. And you just got through under the wire. Thomas from Waldorf. Welcome back. What's your final comment, my friend? Thank you, sir. The Lord call, told me to call back. So um, I agree with the Facebook call. We have to have a vision or our people perish. So a plan of action after that. And um, planning for the moment uh, to, to talk out the, the issue where you sit down with five minutes and talk it out. And, and it has to become positive, but it's a, but it's a scheduled weekly uh, time of, of relationship and intimacy growth. And it might even need to be done in a, in a neutral environment. What do you think about neutral environments? It depends. Like, uh, yeah, it depends um, if the environment, because you're dealing with a married couple, so then it's not like they're separated. If they were separated, then meet in a neutral environment. But if you're married, uh, you live in the same place, and you have a good relationship, but you've got conflict, then you know the environment of the household may not be that important as long as you're in your own home. Uh, you don't want to do it with the kids around, but you do want to have an opportunity where you can talk. And so I do I do like the idea of spending time talking with one another, listening to one another, and even having a plan of action if it's something big. Sometimes these things are so small, and what we need to do is recognize them as small and move on. But what happens in our relationships is we take small things and we connect them to bigger things because of other hurts in the past. So if there's something with that person's character, this small little thing over here, it's no longer about me stubbing my toe or you stepping on my toe. It gets into, well, you not only step on my toe all the time, but you also do X, Y, and Z, and there's a bigger narrative instead of just keeping it with that particular incident. So I like your idea of having regular date nights or regular conversations so that uh, you can keep short accounts. What do you think about that? I'll give you the last word. Amen. So, yeah, I was thinking about doing things that the other person enjoys. Um, I don't know if that'd be a neutral environment to talk about problems. Maybe not, but uh, yeah, final, not for this. the final thing I had written, yeah. Not, yeah, yeah, not, so for, not for the apology. Remember. Not for the apology. Like, let's go out and just have a date, right. you know, and let's go out and have fun. But now you're talking about how to build a relationship. But I'm talking about, you know, just when somebody's offended, how to apologize, when to apologize, and that sort of thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I'm connecting it to the uh, to a past call you had, past uh, moment you had where you, you said you you have to work on love again. You have to realize that you're a like situation where you like That's one right. another, but you have to work on. Loving, yeah. loving the other person by doing these moments of intimacy where you hang out. And, there you go. Yeah, thank you for letting me call, man. Hey, God bless you. Blessings you so back at you. That's Thomas in Waldorf, Maryland. And now let's pray us out. Lord Jesus, we thank you that uh, you will offer us an opportunity to confess our sins, to apologize and to turn uh, from our wicked ways and repent toward you. And so thank you, Lord, for those opportunities of your ongoing mercy and forgiveness. We pray all this in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Father, help your children.
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.